I have just witnessed a phenomenon of light of which in my 44 years of gazing at the sky I've never seen before. I'm watching this beautiful giant cumulonimbus cloud creep its way towards us as it drops rain below. And then above it, it's a high wispy cloud. And above that, there's this really thin veil there that when the sun, which is just dipping behind the cloud, is hitting this really faint layer of clouds at this oblique angle, the most vibrant pastel colors literally look like one of my pastel pieces formed in the sky. The most brilliant blues, vibrant pinks, greens, violets. It's still rocking some really interesting pink. But what was interesting is the the way the color is presented, it reminds me of a difference filter within Photoshop because of the, the way the colors are blending together. It's almost like the light is hitting whatever that is and then it's inverting the color and sending that characteristic. But clouds, unless you get the sun down low where it's going through a lot of atmosphere tend to always be variations of white white and gray and, and then whatever light is bouncing off of the earth so they'll take the characteristic of you know the ocean or land depending on what they're over but this is the first time I've witnessed this this color and it's still going on I can still see it at the edge of the the cloud. It's not as pronounced of sitting up here. My intuition just said, go climb on the roof, Vincent. And I went and sat up here and observed something that in this now I can not recall ever seeing prior. And it was huge, like <sighs> scale. Um, well, it took up as much space as the top of my pine tree, which when you consider how many miles away it is, that was a good maybe five to ten miles wide of an area. And it's still just kind of poking, but the the other clouds are climbing over it and the angle of the sun is slowly going down but it's mostly it's being hidden by those other clouds I know it's still there I just can't see it from this angle anymore but I had to grab my phone to make that observation wow uh, I'm still awestruck by it. I mean, it was the most intense color I've ever observed. I mean, if looking at a rainbow, let's say a bright, bright rainbow, where you're, you're catching the sun, you know, the sun's behind you and it's reflecting off that bouncing back. Well, this, the sun is hitting that at an angle and then sending it my way so it's a much more direct ray trace than the way the bounce reflection of light is in a rainbow and so compared to a rainbow the color intensity was like a 13 I mean it was just cranked I've it looked like peacock feathers only Wow, I'm still, I'm like at a loss of words. That was an intense color experience. 
All right. <clears throat> After that amazing light show, I did a little time-lapse video And now the storm has passed. I've made Mike's coffee. Put the dishes in. And I set off on my tricycle. A little night rider. Night rider. Night rider expedition. get a mount for this phone. Actually, that's kind of what we're going to do. <sighs> Rourke has the 3D printer up and running again. And so I decided I'm going to ride to Rourke's and Trinity's house. And see if we can set up a 3D print to hold my phone and then that way tomorrow whenever it is tonight, tomorrow, whatever when I ride back I'll have a mount for my phone and uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about it you could actually use the LED light on the phone as a headlight so maybe I'll do that on my way if I ride in the dark and I got it mounted up. I'll have to remember to leave a hole for the video. Uh, I think I want an adjustable mount. Ah, enjoying the nice little slightly downhill side hill action before we start riding uphill. night for a ride. Nighttime's always my favorite time to ride around and in the summertime it's just absolutely gorgeous. It's so peaceful because there's not very many people out. You know it's funny. I was just getting ready to go when Squirrel and his uh, buddy Brent showed up and stopped by and said hi and they were we were sitting out on the on the porch talking and uh, I noticed both of them are like staring at their phones you know tapping away and whatnot and I was talking to him and I was like wow they are totally I see what they're saying about everybody being stuck into their phones because if I go to see somebody I'm not going to be sitting there staring at my phone. Well, someone got some music playing. <laughs> somebody having a party. Woof woof. first five minutes of the ride. I think I'm going to uh, create another one once I get up the top of the hill because this is all uphill. So use my breath to breathe. Aloe cigars. Overnight. Catch you on the next wave. Alright, well... 
I'm not much further than I was. I decided to go ahead and record another little segment so I can make a few verbal notes as I ride. Birch Drive on Spruce. Looks like the storm is south of us now. So we never did get any rain out of that particular storm. Well, there was rain out of the storm, but it didn't fall on us directly. Oh, all the smells of people cooking. Hmm, Mexico smells much like when I lived down in Las Mochas, down in Mexico. Wonderful Mexican dishes. Oh, it smells so yummy. It's also interesting to note the difference in sound here on the main Spruce Road. About to cross Walnut. I notice a tree theme going on. Is once I get up to the levee, I'll become into a soundscape where it's very much more quiet. Oh, green light. Motorcycles, the bumblebees of the road. Ah, Sierra Middle School crossing past it right now. Definitely looking forward to electrifying this bicycle. I believe with this last batch of new projects, <coughs> I got a uh, partial wrap for a locksmith in Arkansas, a high school wrap, like a wall wrap for some high school in Texas, down in Beaumont. And then, uh, my client is now selling cars at a Toyota dealership, so he's wanting to wrap multiple cars with, um, the dealership stuff, so it'll be a couple projects there worth of coin to buy. The ability to ride up this hill without getting out of breath. But more importantly, being able to go longer distances on my bicycle and carry weight. Because right now, I have essentially the bare essentials of what it would take to do my work. My laptop <laughs> and my play, I suppose, and my PlayStation. And I got those in my backpack, and then I got my backpack and a garbage bag for rain protection in case it rains. Because when it rains here, it just drops. It doesn't give you much warning, so it's better to be safe than sorry. And it just looks like I'm taking out the trash. Whew. All right. I think I'm going to wait until I get to the stoplight before I start another wave. Oh, Alawistic out of breath. Alright, I'm a little past the... Uh, 
the stoplight. I uh, hit the light when it was green, and I hit the second intersection light when it was green. So I took the opportunity to roll through it, and I climbed to the top of this next little hill. And wow, there's so much rain that all the sidewalks have dirt on them from the washout. Oh, see the downhill is so much more fun where the electric is going to be nice especially with a little bit of weight on there keeps its momentum hey little frog frog's playing frogger that's not the way to go buddy that's all highway that way he was heading across the frontage road towards the highway and then there's a frontage road on the other side so I found the real life incarnation of Frogger. Ooh, a little uphill. Ooh. And, uh, thought of other reasons as I'm riding along, expending so much of my own effort, you know, applying my own two to 400 watts of power into this cycle to move myself and my a few of my electronics around I appreciate the ability to ride on the sidewalk slowly and see all that's around me giving up hurry really does allow one to be so much more in the now ooh beautiful lightning see there's so many things you see when you progress slowly that are lost when you're just in a rush from one point to the other because the faster you go the more attention you must put to the task of moving unless you can observe your surroundings so in this moment I'm happy to be on a bicycle with three wheels so we'll call it a tricycle because it has one in the front two in the back like a little boy's tricycle. Oh, I had such a cool tricycle when I was a kid. We took them, took the little seat off and we'd stand on the part on the back like a, it was like the first scooters, before scooters were a thing. Another downhill. nice to get out in the cool evening air, especially after a after near or around a rainstorm. Whoa! We're scoot booting now. walking pulling a backpack and a little side trolley I bet he would love to have something like this little bicycle because even even riding at the slowest ah, riding between Olive Garden and Dick's Sporting Goods 
Big box stores, they're such a funny thing. sunburnt and sweating but here's Home Depot which again that puts it pretty firmly between my house and Rourke's so with a little electric drive system I can run over here and pick up my hardware and whatnot I need if we're building over at Rourke's house or if I'm building at my house is halfway in between, but it's also all uphill this way, all downhill back. So I would need more ability to break than to crawl. Alrighty. Wow, all the little water catchers for the water runoff are all full and have become well, not full, but they all have water in them. And we've been having consistent enough rain that they've maintained water in them in different waterfowl or oh, big rig. Semi-cozy. Big tea. We're now going to the parking lot of Oh, what is this? Target, I think? Yeah. I'm going to ride behind Target, I think. I could ride in front of it. Yeah, let's ride down the front. It's all lit up and there's more humans out. Oi. More uphill. I think I might sit over here and take a little break. I'm not in any rush. No need to run it all in one run. It's fun to sit and watch humans. I don't get to do that very often sitting at home. But somebody playing some music. Sounds like the patio over there. Oh. Yeah, now in the parking lot of Target. Well, we've been in the parking lot of Target for a minute now. Uh, it's funny how Target smells just like Kmart. Uh, right over here onto the sidewalk goes a bicycle. Good evening. I'll park here between Target and Albertsons and have a little break. Listen to the tunes coming from across the way. Hello, birdie. Oh, there's a little bird over here just standing there all fluffed up. Just chilling. Mind if I hang out here with you, little birdie? Not at all. Left up. Stand on one leg. Just leaping it off, huh? <sighs> oh, I lost count of how many parts, so whatever part this is, I'm on my way to Rogue's. Almost there. Over halfway. Alright. <clears throat> I've made it to a milestone of the ride so to speak 
I'm just past the levee, and the trail says for day use only. But then I thought, who the heck is going to police this at night? And I got no lights on my bike, so there's not really any moonlight out. So it's going to be quite a dark ride. So I guess we'll just pick a good time and drop in. Oh yeah, it's kind of a downhill. to this car. Alright, successful drop in. Now we're on the trail. I just hope they don't have it crossed off with a little gate that I don't see and run into. I don't think so. I think they just have little doggy things along the path. Well, there we go. Wow, this is a strange feeling, riding down a black path through the desert in the dead of night. City street lights off to my distance and off in my peripheral but it is pitch black out here. Not a light in sight. Oh, it's sketchy going fast. I hope there's nothing in the road ahead. Ooh, lightning. Nope, there's nothing in the road. Yeah, I hope it didn't flood over. Alright, I'm going to slow down. Because this is getting... A little wet. Oh shit. I hope this isn't flooded anyway. That would suck. Well, I got my five finger toe shoes on, so they're not very pokey resistant, but they are okay in water and mud. Well, as long as the road looks black and not reflective like the sky, I can see water on each side of the trail. I still see the trail. Oh, this is sketch-rific. Oh, wow, you can see a lot more stars over here because there's not so many city lights. <sighs> the smells of the white desert. this path. Uh, the levee. levee. <laughs> yeah, this is like the lowlands down in here, so if it was raining right now, heavy rain, I might be in water. reflected under the tree. Wow, this is so cool. Glad I decided to take off and do this ride and take you with me. Oh, that little frog in the water scared me. second. 
sounds so cool. Let my eyes adjust again. Alright, here we go. Oh, I can see all the water to the right of the trail. Oh, it looks like the moon's finally starting to peek up, but I'm behind the clouds right now. Or behind the trees. I hear more frogs jumping into the water. Ooh, there was some lightning. No, it's just the lack of trees makes more light. Oh, somebody was down in here mud bogging. <coughs> Brought a bunch of dirt up onto the trail. Just gonna make it a little more of a challenge. But my little torker's pretty good at cruising along as long as I can stay on this asphalt trail, even if it's got dirt and mud on it, I should be okay. Quite the little adventure I set for myself. Let's cycle through the desert at night with no headlights. Now eventually when I electrify this little cycle, I'm going to put uh, very good headlights and taillights and ambient lights on it so you can see it very easily. But sometimes it's nice to be stealthy. Ride in the dark. You can see the houses up on the hill. So now the hill and the levee are both... Oh, what is that thing? Probably... 40 meters high. And the other side is probably 50 meters, 60 meters high. And then across the center here, I've got maybe 150 meters in the more flat area. But another lightning strike way off in the south behind us. From my last ride through here during the daytime, I did notice that they... Oh, now listen all the nature out here. It's awesome. I did notice that the path goes all the way to the base of the street where Rourke and Tren live, so... I don't have to crawl through the desert dragging my bike <laughs> like I did last time. Ah, oh, now I'm on a nice little flat, slightly downhill maybe, area. I can see where the water has washed debris across. Now this is a little higher area, so the water's not run across it as much. And there's a few little spots here and there. Like this one coming up. Where the sand's washed across it. But that's the thing about putting a path out like this. The desert will swallow it. Especially if it's on a hill. And <clears throat> evidently last time I rode this path it must have been brand new because there wasn't any dirt on it whatsoever and it's sand this is you can hear it under my tires now this whole area is covered in the sand and when you're riding on it on over the dirt the surface feels hard but then it just breaks through and you just stall but on the asphalt, it breaks through and hardens into the asphalt, so. Oh, we're getting very close. Even in the dark, I can recognize landscapes. Oh, the Big Dipper in front of me. I'm riding due north right now. Well, a little bit towards the northwest. I think on my mobile system. You hear all the frogs and the crickets.
Wow. I'm about two and a half miles from my house. It's just so quiet out here. I'm going to put the phone back in my pocket and continue on my ride. I'm almost... Ooh, that was a big lightning strike. I'm almost to the path that leads back towards works. So riding this path at night is quite nice. Definitely don't want to do it when it's raining though. <laughs> that would be a little sketchy because I can see where all the water was running over this with carrying debris. And that would be water, 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 water. the street where it comes out at. And last time I just didn't ride far enough. I got impatient and turned off thinking that they hadn't completed a path and they had so I get to experience the full on desert. in the air still. It's beautiful. When you start moving, it really feels cool in comparison to what it feels like when you're slower. slimy mud. I'm so close. Pavement ends. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Oh, it's like clay. Can I can I lightly lift the bike and pull? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, my feet aren't sinking like the bicycle was because the wheels were thinner. Oh. Barely any mud between my toes. Only now my bike weighs 9,000 pounds from the mud. <laughs> ah. Okay, well that wasn't as bad as it could have been. Holy shit, this thing's heavy. With all this. Alright. Only 20 meters from the pavement. We really lucked out there because had that been a lot of water, that could have been... Oy. 
a less than pleasant experience. Or if it was super slimy, thick mud. Oh my god. I think I brought about a ton of it with me up this hill. Holy shit. Yeah, I think I would go the other way. Water times are even. Whew. Yeah, if that was electrical. I don't know why I could have made that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Here we go. You can hear the mud scraping on my fender. So much mud on my tires. Yeah, that makes it a little heavier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was an adventure, all right. Don't tell me there's another path I could have taken. Oh, man, there's another path. All right, this tees in. So, yet again, I think I jumped the gun. I'll have to see during the day if that other one goes all the way across the arroyo. But that means they would have to build, build a little bridge. Oh my god, there's so much mud on my tires. Ooh, that lightning show. That's why I wanted to come over here to Rourke's because it's higher up on the hill. I want to see that lightning. Plus I want to let them know about that. Oh shit. I just turned and I almost didn't. And it dropped off like three feet on that side. That would have been less than ideal. But I wanted to see, have him look at that, that color in the sky anomaly I saw. See if we see it again tomorrow. Unlock the little faux lock. Uh oh. Faux no mo. Oh, shit. They put a real lock on there. Alright. I'll go around the other side and lift the bike over. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. Well, I guess I mean no night riding. And if I had a wrench, I could just lower my handlebars. The sucker would sit right underneath it. Almost, would it? Sure would. Okay. How am I gonna move this? Gotta take my bag and stuff out first. Taking my bag out and my air compressor. And set that on the other side. Okay, 
So I should be able to ride this thing in a wheelie type thing over the top and then just roll it over. There's water coming out of my handlebars. Okay. This freaking bike is heavy. Oi. Ride it up and over the pole. Like a boss. Perhaps that's another constraint I should consider. <sighs> Is how high? Ooh, that's a big lightning strike. <sighs> and here we are. One simple turn and up the hill. This is where an electric motor would be quite helpful. Oh, yeah. It's steeper. One more block. At least this run up this side is not as steep as the one on the other. That's why I come this way. Even though it's a few hundred yards further, I guess not. The other one goes out further and comes back, so. like a, at least a 20% in-grade of whatever that's called, incline. It's a thousand foot climb from his house to mine, or mine to his, right now. And you can feel it in that last section. Ooh, the other part's more spread out. sweaty 
book. curious if that path further down actually didn't go through, if it had a little bridge added or what. today. I decided to sit up on the roof and watch the clouds because the storm was rolling in. Sure. Thank you. And the layer above the stratus layer, there was this big cumulus layer. And then above that, there was this big kind of mushrooming cloud. And then above that, kind of up in the uh, jet stream around here, there was this really, really thin layer and the light was hitting it, and I started seeing colors that you don't see in clouds. I saw turquoise. Oh, wow. I saw green as bright as, like, brighter than that piece of paper on the, the refrigerator. Yeah, green's pretty rare. Uh, all kinds of magentas, blues, yellows. Uh, it looked like a, like a chalk drawing. <laughs> But it had the patterning of like the uh, the the swirling clouds, almost like what fascinated me about it was one the intensity of the color, because unlike a, a rainbow, where the ray trace, if you look at it, the sun is behind you, it's bouncing back to you, right through that water droplet. This was. The sun was behind it, catching it, and then shooting it down at an oblique angle to me. So it was almost like straight sun, but it was being bent off of this in these different color patterns. And the patterns that it showed up, it almost looked holographic. I mean, it, it had very three-dimensional, and uh, it, it had patterns like... it. It looked like butterflies wings a little bit, and then it had like a uh, very much a fish, you know, like some of the the exotic fish, and it was huge. Like I, for scale, I was sitting on the roof, and the pine tree takes up you know like this much of my view, and then you take your arms and you point them up, and that's how much of the area was coloring. And it, I mean that was huge, huge color swath. 
And I've never... Did you get a photograph of it? I did a time lapse of it. I don't know how well it captured it. Well, possibly if I do some processing and I might be able to, but it, yeah, you know, it always ends up blowing out because of the high contrast. You got so much sun. Yeah, it's not nothing like the human eye yet. Still getting there. So that was fascinating. And then uh, I figured out a new idea for an electric vehicle. Oh. So I wanted to share that with you. I'm headed to Grouch here. I'm not supposed That was a nice visit. Sitting at the very tip top of the hill. I'm not going to record my ride down the hill because all you hear is wind. And it's sprinkling a little bit, so I hope to get home without getting too wet. I'm wearing beige linen pants with a blue, pale blue, blue cotton button-up shirt. And my little red five-finger toe shoes with mud on them. Alright. But I'm sure most of the mud has dried by now, and it'll probably fling off. I'm glad I have fenders on the front and my back. Well, it'll just fling off. So, I'll leave you here with a bit of the sound of the top of the hill. Some beautiful houses around here. One's for sale. It says, please take one. No thanks. Okay, starting to rain. So, I'll catch you in the next wave. So, Alobus to Garbus, heading down the hill. You know, since this thing records in my pocket just fine, I've taken the headset and they're in my backpack. So, I hadn't intended on recording going downhill because I said, you know, I don't have a windsock. And I thought, wait a second. My pocket is a windsock. I'm wearing linen pants. If I just put the phone in my pocket, it should record off the regular microphone and cut out most of the wind. So, here's an audio test writing with linen pants as your sound shield. Okay, you're in my pocket. Here we go. certainly easier than lifting my bike and walking through the mud. 
think I have a slight uphill part. Nothing like the right here. The frontier on to Roadrunner on the sidewalk. Ah, what a beautiful evening. Desert is a wonderful thing to night. listen to that wave back yet but it stopped somewhere along the ride oh, it's so interesting to be sitting in the same spot I was at when I made the decision to ride over there and now I'm back and it seems like just a memory and my muscles are a little sore but it was a beautiful ride very much worth the effort a little mini adventure as life always is so now I think I'm gonna call my sweetie Miss Unity Eagle and chat with her some and talk to her about my adventures and see how she's doing on this lovely day so I hope you're all having a beautiful wonderful one and got out and did some exercise I know my body enjoyed the 8 mile ride for uphill for downhill yeah yeah <laughs> it was an interesting ride gave me a lot of ideas being over there at Rourke's also we talked about a lot of different things I didn't record all of them just cause didn't feel like recording everything so, some things are just better to be left there in the space you're at, in the now that was then, or is now then. <laughs> Time, you silly fool. <sighs> so, I guess... This concludes the broadcast, the episode for this day. If you'd like to interact with this broadcast podcast, my artistic, aloistic life, then just grab the aloistic channel on anchor.fm. 
And if you go to anchor.fm in your little browser, you'll see the app I'm talking about. And you can also listen to the podcasts or the live radio of that day, I believe, yeah, including the music. So if you'd like to hear when I play music, you can just go to anchor.fm slash artist. Or maybe it's just aloistic. I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, it's becoming another O'Malley O'Wally wave where I slowly feel like I'm drifting off. Thank you, O'Malley O'Wally, for giving me a new termage for my verbiage and nomenclature. My cat delay very much appreciates it. So, ciao for now. Hello, Mr. Gardist, over and out.